Hey everybody, it's a special episode of the Everybody Trades podcast as we go live to tape from the NBA draft to see mostly where Michael Porter goes, but also for those of you basketball fans out there, we're interested in all kinds of stuff, aren't we? So we're going to join these picks in progress. We're on pick number five right now. The Dallas Mavericks, we assume, are about to take Trey Young. Yes, that's where we are because they're going to trade him to the Atlanta Hawks as part of the Luka Doncic for Trey Young trade. So that's where we are. That's probably the biggest news so far. Not too many surprises in the draft. Coming up soon, we'll join the sixth pick in progress and see what happens. So let me just say, Trey Young, before we get to the sixth pick here, first of all, that suit, what the hell? I'm just not a fan of the whole shorts look. Like, what is going on? What are we going to play bocce ball down in a tropical island? What is happening here? No, I, I just, no, stop it. So anyway, recapping the trade, in order to trade up from five to three, the Mavericks must really like Doncic. They gave up a protected first round pick in next year's draft so that's pretty interesting I, I approve that trade though for the Mavericks once we see oh let's see whether where it's protected I'm sure it's going to be top two top three top five maybe even lottery protected I'm not even sure but I think that's worth moving up to get Doncic I like him quite a bit more than Young although I do like Young too I think he's going to be a good offensive player in the NBA at the very least so fifth pick not bad I think he's a contributor Sure, I think he's a little slight of build, obviously. I mean, literally sitting, looking at him next to Adam Silver, Silver's about as wide-shouldered and tall as he is. That's actually pretty astonishing. So he's going to be picked on defensively. There's no doubt about that. But still, I think the, I think the negativity kind of went a little too far on Trey Young. And if he would have fallen, especially into the 10, 15 range, that would have been a ridiculous value. Five? Maybe a little high for him, but I'm okay with it. I still think Michael Porter has better upside, but again, we'll, we'll get to Michael Porter here in a minute. All right, the Orlando Magic are on the clock. Yes, that franchise. This should be interesting. You never know what they're going to do. This could be a Michael Porter spot, but I have a feeling they're going to take their one millionth center of the last four years. I mean, good God, do they bulk up on centers, it seems like, but... Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna join this draft in progress. Heat Adam up right now, actually. And family and everyone who's made sacrifices to get there. Second straight year, Orlando's made the sixth pick. With the sixth pick in the 2018 NBA Draft, the Orlando Magic select Mohamed Bamba from the University of Texas. And there it is. Yes, they took another big guy. Mo Bamba. The native of Harlem will have the longest wingspan in the NBA next year. It's seven feet and ten, ten inches. He's been working. So here's what's interesting about Bamba. I think he's, I mean, clearly anybody who's that athletic, <clears throat> excuse me, anybody who's that agile and that tall is going to get a lot of interest in the NBA. No doubt about that. My only question with him is, is 
it's actually the opposite of Young. Is he going to be a pick-and-roll defensive target, too? One thing we saw in the NBA Finals, it became a, hey, let's switch everything game. I think, not that Orlando is going to be in the Finals anytime soon, so who knows where the game will be by the time they're ready to compete. But if you look at the Finals last year, it was a, hey, let's switch everything kind of game. And I think a guy like, obviously, LeBron James would be happy to switch out and have Bamba try to play him on the perimeter, I think. But, you know, maybe he's a little bit better on the switches than I think. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's an interesting pick. I, I think Bamba is, a, is far from a sure thing, obviously, but he's certainly intriguing. I, I'm not I'm not overly bullish on him, but we'll see what happens. All right, the Bulls on the clock. I think this is a pretty good spot for Michael Porter, so let's see. And now with the seventh pick in the 2018 NBA Draft, MPJ. the Chicago Bulls select... Wendell Carter Jr. Okay. Duke University. Oh, no, it's not Wendell Carter. It's it's the guy from Black Panther. It's T'Challa. No, not T'Challa. Oh, it is Wendell Carter. My bad. Sorry, I just have to make fun of their outfits. I'm a jerk like that. That's just my move. Wow, Wendell Carter. Okay, not a bad pick. But, man, Michael Porter, I'm telling you at this point, now if the Cavaliers don't take him at 8 or the Knicks at 9, ooh, ooh, he could slide to the Clippers at 12, I think. Interesting. I think that whole thing of, well, I could maybe sit out the whole rookie year. You never know. I'm not so sure that was the best thing to say, but I don't know. We'll see. And now the Cleveland Cavaliers are on the clock with the 8th pick. Could be a possible Porter destination, but here's the problem. If they don't think he's ready to play, it's definitely not going to be a Porter destination if they want to try to keep LeBron James. I've got to think that this is trade bait, regardless of who they take here, right? Unless they just assume, you know what, we're done with LeBron. We can't possibly sign him. Under that circumstances, then maybe you do take Porter. Then you can stash him for a while. Suck again, suck, not again, but suck next year. Get another higher pick, I mean, again. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think this this pick could be very telling on where the Cavs think they are as far as getting LeBron back or not. At this point, I've got to assume, not assume, but my my assumption is actually that he's going to the Lakers. It seems like he's going to get Paul George or somebody to come with him. Kawhi Leonard, maybe both. But... Sorry, Cleveland. You guys better think rebuild. Maybe maybe take the swing at Michael Porter Jr. as the highest upside in the draft at this point. Let's see. With the eighth pick in the 2018 NBA draft, the Cleveland Cavaliers select Colin Sexton from the University of Alabama. Wow. Still no MPJ. I like Colin Sexton, though. I like that kid's game. I really do. Goes to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Colin Sexton had one sensational season at Alabama. Helped the Crimson Tide win his first NCAA tournament game since 2006. He is extraordinarily tough and competitive. Okay, I like Colin Sexton a lot. He's tremendous. So I can't get too mad at that pick. But again, very telling of... Very telling. I think, actually, I bet, really, I think uh, Sexton is the kind of kid I think LeBron would like to play with, so that's an interesting selection. I think he's fairly NBA-ready for a kid who's a freshman, so 
Uh, that's an interesting choice. But once again, MPJ falling out of the top eight. Wow. How the mighty have fallen. He was expecting to go one or two, you know, this time last year. Unbelievable. And now on the clock, the New York Knicks. Yes, that's right. It's time for some JD in the straight shot. That's right. James Dolan. Oh, man. You gotta love it. Oh, the Knicks. Man, how do they have any fans left? You all have been suckered into a decades-long obsession by a bunch of old guys. Oh, you poor people. Anyway, I really hope Michael Porter Jr. doesn't go to the Knicks. That's what I'm trying to say. No, no, no. Please, no. Not the Knicks. Anywhere but the Knicks. With the ninth pick in the 2018 NBA Draft, the New York Knicks select Kevin Knox from the University of Kentucky. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear the crowd here. Oh no. Oh, this is this is now guaranteed that uh-huh. Kevin oh. Knox is Kevin Knox to be an all-star, all-star right. NBA career. Because the poor Zingas dudes are going thumbs down. This kid does a learn his lesson. You gotta love it. I think yeah, I think it's wishful. <laughs> He's still mad. Thinking that's what they're doing. Reverse psychology. Calipari said the teams that passed on Kevin Knox in a couple of years might regret it. He compared him to Jason Tatum in terms of the way he can mature and get better. Jason you know, his dad Tatum. Was a football okay. player. Settle Kevin down was there. a quarterback down there, Cal. Okay, I like Kevin Knox, first of all. I think he's a, he was an undervalued player, but you take him at nine, uh, now not so undervalued. One of the youngest guys in the draft. He's also about 6'9", decent, decent shooter, athletic in terms of jumping and all that good stuff so he's definitely a guy you can picture playing in the 2018 finals he's he's like the perfect kind of guy that everyone is always looking for at the trade deadline so I think he's a valuable piece for sure once again it's interesting that he went ahead of Michael Porter Jr. right he was if Mizzou fans will remember that we had Kevin Knox on campus with Blake Harris and Michael Porter Jr., and there was some thoughts that, hey, maybe Kevin will come here and follow Michael, but he was the guy possibly following Michael, and isn't it interesting? Here we are, now Michael going behind Kevin Knox. Man, whoo, this is starting to get a little depressing, but hopefully Michael will go pretty soon, or this podcast is going to be going a lot longer than I expected. And now the Philadelphia 76ers are on the clock. Team that many felt should have made the NBA Finals. And now they have an interesting decision on their hands. Now I think they've got to be possible. They could they possibly trade this pick? Get some more veteran help? I've got to think so. They're a really young team that's got ideas of competing. I think a possible trade back here is an interesting scenario. Not predicting it necessarily but if they did it that would make a lot of sense to me surely this isn't a michael porter jr landing spot right are they going to take another guy that's going to sit out his rookie year possibly now i'm not saying that's a definite or anything just the fact that that was even floated by anybody in the porter camp is stunning to me anywho philadelphia How interesting would it be if they did pick MPJ and he ended up being healthy, though, and he gets that athleticism back, and suddenly you've got a 6'10 athletic shooter on your hands. I don't know. I don't see the Sixers taking him. I think Bridges is probably a lock here, really. 
more of a veteran type, more of an experienced college player, plus a local guy, Villanova. Plays well, makes a lot of sense. I bet Bridges gets taken here. Let's see what happens. With the 10th pick in the 2018 NBA Draft, the Philadelphia 76ers select Mikael Bridges from Villanova University. I'm a genius. Actually, that was a pretty easy one, wasn't it? I like it. I think that it's makes Robert Covington maybe not long for this team, too. He, he's become expendable. I think they bring back Reddick, though, on maybe a smaller contract, but... Covington, I wouldn't, I would uh, rent, not buy, homie. That would be my advice. He continually improved. He was a third-team All-American last year, as Jay mentioned, a two-time national champion. It comes out of the culture, Jay, that you have. Michael Jordan is on the clock. Charlotte. Ooh, that seems like a potential Michael Porter destination to me. I think he's going to go to Charlotte. It's either Charlotte or the Clippers. He's going to go in the next two picks. I think our wait's about over. We go back to the stage now and Adam Silver. With the 11th pick in the 2018 NBA draft, the Charlotte Hornets select Shea Gilgis-Alexander from Hamilton, Canada and the University of Kentucky. Okay, there's one more. Okay, I just realized the Clippers have 12 and 13. So if Porter goes 13th, I'm going to consider myself right. If he gets past 13, uh, hmm, not really sure what to say. So stay tuned. See what the Clippers do. Okay, so now the pick is in. Clippers making it for the Hornets. Adam Silver coming back to the mic. With the 12th pick in the 2018 NBA Draft, the L.A. Clippers select Miles Bridges from Michigan State University. Michael Jordan not buying it either. Okay. Wonder, can we get some? Can we get a shot of Michael Porter Jr. at some point here? I know he's in there. I want to see if he's looking depressed. Bummed. Well, there's there's Michael Porter Sr. in the background shaking his head. I don't really see Michael yet. Hmm. Oh, this is not how he wanted this to go, is it? While we're waiting for the Clippers to get their pick in, I'd just like to say I understand why Michael is falling here. Frankly, the fact that his back is still bothering him, his hip is still bothering him, I thought the whole point of him getting surgery was to this for be for it to be over with, to be a quick fix, for him to be done with all of this doesn't seem like that's happening and I don't know I I just wonder if this kid's ever going to be the same again I have yet to see the explosive athletic six foot ten guy I've seen of him in high school on YouTube and various other outlets where is that guy when Jonte made that beautiful pass in the SEC tournament to him and he didn't dunk that ball that may have been a small thing to a lot of people, but I think to anybody who watches basketball closely, they noticed very quickly that this kid isn't right yet. I, I'm I'm very, very worried about his future, and I think other teams are justifiably worried themselves, as we can see. So let's see if uh, one of the most cursed franchises in sports history takes Michael here. I'm kind of hoping not.
Clippers have their second lottery pick. Let's go to the commissioner. With the 13th this pick gotta be in it, the 2018 right? NBA it. draft, the L.A. Clippers select Jerome Robinson from Boston College. I'm sorry, who? Who the hell Jerome is Jerome Robinson? Robinson? The high-scoring BC Eagle is the first Boston College player ever taken <laughs> in the lottery. Lottery started in 1985, and he is on his way to the Clippers after having just a sensational season. First team all-conference performer. And Michael Porter Jr. appears to be out of his way out of the lottery. Wow. One more pick and no lottery for MPJ. Unbelievable. This is this is quite the turn of events here. I mean, at what point at what point should he have returned to Missouri, right? Gosh, I now I, I I'm a little bit flummoxed here, as you all can tell. I didn't think he'd be on the board this long. I thought he would fall maybe to twelve, maybe thirteen. But wow, what is going on here? I thought that was an extreme scenario too. I was unwilling to say it on air because I thought I'd look stupid if he went second when Vladi Divox. Took him uh, number two overall. I thought I was going to look stupid, possibly. There's a lot of dumb teams uh, in this draft, so I didn't want to go too far out on a limb. But uh, now I, I now I think Porter's becoming a value. I don't know. I, at this point, I think you got a chance at really. I, I, I don't know how you take Jerome Robinson over Michael Porter Jr. I really don't. I, how much upside does this kid have? I, I know I'm just I'm looking at his highlights as we sort of talk here. I'm, I'm talking out of my my mouth out of the, both sides of my mouth here a little bit whatever the term is i'm vamping obviously but really i mean unless michael porter jr is just broken i, I can't believe he's falling this far now so i guess teams aren't really feeling that tracy mcgrady vibe huh well they're talking about michael let's heat it up picking the lottery and a man that we thought perhaps a year ago would be the number one or number two pick in the draft michael porter jr out of missouri you see what he did in high school. He was the MVP of the 2017 McDonald's All-American game. But at Missouri, was hurt a couple of minutes into his first game. Only played a couple of minutes at the end of the season. A grand total of 53 minutes. And there have been questions about just how healthy he is and what the prognosis is for Michael Porter Jr. as it pertains to health. Woj is back with us now. Woj, what's happening with Michael Porter Jr.? I know this has been a long night for him so far. Yeah, and Denver is his best chance to, to get it's his final chance to be a lottery pick. They have been pouring over medical information all day in Denver. Uh, their president of basketball operations, Tim Connolly, Arturis Karnisavis, their general manager, uh, they have they expected the possibility of Porter would get down to them. He's there now, and they've got a real difficult decision to make. What intrigued them all along, tremendous upside talent. It could be a value for them at 14. We'll find out. I'm just going to say he's absolutely a value at the 14th pick. Like, come on, 14th? How many great players do you get at the 14th pick? Your Giannis Antetokounmpo's are few and far between at this point. I think the upside is easily worth it here. If you're the Denver Nuggets, you're not exactly historically bringing in a lot of free agents. Why not take a chance? You know, everybody's getting legal weed, so that even that draw is going away for you. Anyway, let's hear more about what they're talking about here. Young team, I think the three spot where I, where I see Michael Porter Jr. being there is where Wilson Chandler, Chandler plays. That's the area where they could use him at. Great shooter, 
can make plays, and if he's healthy, could very well be the best player in this By the way, these guys on ESPN aren't getting admitted, but Josh Kroenke runs this team, too. Mizzou alumni. Surely he's going here, right? And he's got the offensive ability of a number one overall pick. Uh, he, he may have been the number one overall pick if the draft were held a year ago when he was coming out of high school. But if his medical isn't right, and if he's unable to play, I'm not sure it matters whether he's taken 14, 20, 16, 2, whatever it is. You can still get value at 14. You'd better be sure that he's going to be able to play even at 14 to make sure there's value, even though he's, he'd be a steal at 14 if he's healthy. But, Jay, what, healthy. but what if he can't play this season, similar to a MB situation? Does he That's have fine. the kind of talent that you can gamble on? Yes. I mean, at 14, yes. Long term, he's going to be healthy. Sitting out a year doesn't mean anything. Would you take him as a sophomore if you could get him now and he sat out a year? Of course you would. Absolutely. But, but, but the question is his long-term health. And that's sort of the issue, because if it, if it becomes like, say, just for argument's sake, it became some kind of Greg Oden situation, he couldn't play, then you're going, wait a minute. Right, we, but Greg Oden went number one overall. With the 14th pick in the 2018 NBA draft, the Denver Nuggets select Michael Porter Jr. There it is, finally. Of Missouri. Hey, he's smiling, good. Jonte is there looking good. Once you're selected, the goal is just to produce. He'll have that opportunity, and we hope certainly that he's at full health. As you probably know, lower back surgery in late November. Conzo Martin's there. Prior to the surgery, he was listed by our Jonathan Gavoni as the second overall pick. Didn't win in either game when he came back at the end of the season as Missouri was beaten in the SEC tournament by Georgia and then lost the first game of the NCAA tournament. But Michael Porter Jr., an immense talent, and now Denver at 14, figuring might as well spin that wheel of fortune. Well, I do think we're right in saying that he has the ability on the offensive end of a number one overall pick. He's a very gifted athlete, very fluid at, at 6'10 with a seven-foot wingspan and very skilled. But where he really excels is shooting the basketball. A very high release. He can elevate on his shot. Uh, he picks and pops uh, to three-point range. He does have the ability to defend with his wingspan and athleticism. There have been questions about his toughness. Obviously, we at 14, you're never going to get a player uh, of this caliber unless there are question marks, and the question mark being his back and his, his health long term. But if the, the Nuggets have satisfied themselves that that's not a problem, they very well could have gotten a steal here. Listen, guys, I'm going to assume that he's I don't think they've, healthy. I don't think they know that the Nuggets know anything, frankly. Young, I, they may know something. They may Kevin think Durant, they know something. I just think at this point, nobody knows the future, right? And it's worth the risk. So I, to me, at 14, that's an absolute steal whether he works out long-term or not. That's a risk you have to take if you're the Denver Nuggets. had to really give it to those poor fans in Seattle by showing KD in the Seattle uniform, didn't you? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Michael Porter Jr. on his way to Denver, and he's with Maria. You know, Michael, you described your playing career as riding the elevator until your injury, and then you had to take the stairs. So describe what it's like to get through all of that adversity and make it to this stage still as a lottery pick. Man, all I can say is it's a blessing. You know, I'm not entitled to this. Everything's a blessing, um, and I'm so excited. Um, you know, my path was different, a little different than everybody else's, but I'm going to make sure that this pick is this organization's best pick they've ever made. 
You said one of the big questions that you had to answer throughout the draft process was, will you be able to have a long playing career? How would you address that question right now? I, I have no, no concerns, man. I'm just happy to be with the team that, you know, believes in me. Uh, you know, like I said, I don't feel entitled to this. It's a blessing. I'm happy to be a Denver Nugget. All right. So anyone who hasn't seen your game, describe it for them. Oh, uh, you know, I'm a player, um, you know, that, that can do it all. I think when I'm on the floor, you always have a chance to win. Um, I'll never disappear on the floor. And, um, you know, I'm a winner, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help this team win. Is it your expectation to play next season and in summer league? That's my expectation. Um, you know, I'm feeling good, and, you know, it's just giving me extra pep in my step, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> all right, well, congratulations. Saul smiles down here now, Reese. And, Maria, that's good to see. Coming all right, up I think that'll break. do it for that part of our coverage. The live portion, anyway. I will just say it's good to see Michael happy. I think he's a good kid. I'm sure he's got a pretty good ego on him, obviously. But I think people have been a little too critical of Michael, to be honest. I think he's a really good kid for the most part. And I personally hope all this back stuff just gets put behind him and he has a great career. And even though, obviously, for us Mizzou fans, it didn't go as we had as we had hoped, as we had prayed, as we had dreamed. But by golly, he's going to be giving DAP to Mizzou for a long, long time, hopefully. Giving us exposure and giving us love when he comes back to Columbia every once in a while. And really, I don't see any downside to that whatsoever. And so, you know what, guys? Let's just root for the guy. Can we? He's a kid. Let's just root for him to do well. As Mizzou fans, as fans of basketball... And just as fans of life and just good people, humanity, I want him to do well.